Hey, and welcome to the College Student Success Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping college students with mental health issues set and achieve goals for themselves to get them where they want to be. I'm your host, Derek Malinzak, and this is episode 20 of the podcast. And I am feeling good today on this uh, somewhat overcast but warm November day. And uh, the title of the episode today is F the Wellness Toolbox, It's Time for a Wellness Arsenal. And uh, I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to do this show. Um, So story time, I am very happy to report that I launched my Facebook page publicly this week, um, mainly to friends and family, you know, um, on my Facebook page, and my wife shared it on hers, and this was sort of a big deal for me. Uh, I had mentioned in in the checkup episodes uh, of last week, I talked about, you know, some of the things that I've messed up so far and, you know, things that I've tried that haven't worked. And one of them, I, I don't feel like I'm going to abandon it completely, but just hasn't gotten uh, the love that I thought it might was Reddit and, and doing a subreddit. And it was sort of that after that, I tried to change directions. I was like, I'm going to try Facebook now as is my uh, social media outlet. And uh, so I'd set up a Facebook page and I redid the site, and then I had some questions and just some little things that were annoying me about the way the site looked, and I just didn't feel right about, you know, going public, so to speak, without um, making it just right. And my brother, again, huge help. Um, Thanks, Matt, if you're listening. Uh, You know, just helped me out with those few things that I just was struggling with, and it just, everything fell together at the right time. And I had sent out an email, not an email, I made my first post, you know, sort of pointing to my new page uh, on my page. And, uh, you know, I just got a lot of love and I was really, um, it really motivated me. Um, I feel like this is like a, a sort of a roller coaster in a sense. You know, I get really excited when I make a big breakthrough, <laughs> uh, when something happens that I've sort of like doubted whether it really could happen. And then, you know, I'll go through a little bit of a lull and I'll start to maybe have a little bit of doubt creep in about, you know, is this the right thing for me to be doing? Or, and then something like this happens and I'm like, no, definitely. Uh, this is what I should be doing. So I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, I'm excited to talk about uh, my topic for today. So today we're going to talk about a reference I had made in episode 19 that I'm going to kind of run with for a little bit here. So... I mentioned a wellness arsenal in uh, the last episode, and since then I've sort of been thinking about that term. So it came from the term wellness toolbox, and that term comes from a um, a document called a wellness and re- wellness and action recovery plan. So we've talked about recovery, right? Um, recovery kind of being a self-defined way that you come to terms with whatever it is you're struggling with incorporate it into your your being and um, take on the roles that you've you know start to take on the roles that you envision yourself being beyond you know person with mental illness so we know what recovery is plan well we know what a plan is and you know I'm a big planner um, part of the reason I'm doing this podcast right is to get people to set goals and part of setting a goal means, you know, sort of writing out a plan. And that's why I'm a big proponent of, you know, to-do lists and tracking whatever it is your, your next actionable step is with um, in sync with your calendar. So a recovery plan. Great. We got that. Wellness and action. 
let's look at that. A wellness in action recovery plan. So wellness is a term sort of involving the all of the dimensions of a person and the ways that which you can um, be supported and rehabilitate. So it's this idea that, you know, a person just isn't their mental illness, right? And when you're treating a mental illness, you're not just treating that one thing. You need to treat the whole person. So it involves, um, you know, an element of physical health is a big part of wellness, um, spirituality, um, you know, your educational or, or, or um, mental wellness, um, you know, being able to be engaged in some kind of gainful activity. So all of these things are, are make up wellness. So wellness, think of like the whole person, the whole person and action and action what? That's what we're all about on this podcast, right, is actually taking action on those goals that we've kind of had in the, in the back of our mind or, or had trouble achieving in the past. So that's what it is. It's a, it's a plan for somebody's recovery uh, related to how they need to keep up with their whole body, um, you know, the actions that they need to take to sort of optimize their recovery. So the plan has a bunch of different elements to it. Um, and an overview might be, all right, so somebody's got, you know, somewhat of a, a, a long history of illness and they develop this action plan with their counselor and the action plan might say things like, these are the things that really help me, um, you know, get through a difficult time. And those are the things that are in your wellness toolbox. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, these are the hospitals that I would be okay going to if I needed uh, to get hospitalized. I don't want to go to this one. You know, these are the meds that I tolerate well. Please don't give me these medications. You know, so it's sort of outlining the person's preferences for when things might start to go awry. But the key is it's done when the person's well. Um, and it sort of goes into all these things. Some of it might be like, you know, when I'm not feeling well, just leave me alone for a little while. Or maybe suggest that I reach out to this such and such a support in my life. Um, so it's a directive. Um, it actually kind of is an advanced directive in a sense, um, but related to, you know, mental health um, and upkeep more so than, you know, the things that an advanced directive deals with, which is like, you know, what might happen if you become incapacitated. So if enough people are interested, I'll do a whole episode one day on RAP. Uh, that's the, the um, acronym WRAP. But today we're just focusing on the wellness toolbox. And that is really, you know, this sort of euphemism for uh, a, a figurative place where you would put all of your different coping strategies, right? The things that you do to kind of return you to homeostasis. So I remember teaching rap to people and I just always thought the name wellness toolbox was so stupid. I'm sorry if you guys are out there really hanging on to it, but wellness toolbox I don't know. I think it's kind of lame. And so I was in, I was talking sort of just freeform last time, and I mentioned the wellness arsenal. And that's like kind of me, to me, more what wellness should incorporate, right? I feel like as a field, we're a little too soft sometimes. And I like a little bit of an edge to my mental health treatment. So I'm going to talk about the wellness arsenal today. And last night when I was thinking about it, I got inspired <laughs> Um, so I went into Google and I, I tried to Google www.wellnessarsenal.com and see what came up, see who owned the domain. So I just thought it was a cool, 
cool name. And guess what? Um, nobody owned it until last night. So if you want, go ahead and Google www.wellnessarsenal, all one word, wellnessarsenal.com, and see where you end up. I won't tell you where, but I suspect some of you might have an idea. Um, so yeah, so I own that domain now for the next two years, and I'm going to do something with it. I just don't know what it is yet. So uh, further inspiration, I decided that I'm going to try and now devote an ongoing portion of the Thursday podcast episodes to discussing one weapon of choice to continue to add to your arsenal every week for the rest of the semester. So I did a little mental math. Uh, we have five more Thursday podcasts left. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> um, I'm not going to be podcasting on Thanksgiving Day, so I, I did not include that. So we got two weeks and then a week off and then three more weeks. So over those five weeks, I'm going to be um, discussing one of the tools of your arsenal You know that you might consider putting in your arsenal. Everybody's arsenal is going to look a little different, right? My arsenal might have a bunch of shotguns and just a couple of pistols, whereas another person might be a real rifleman and have a lot of those. And that's the analogy I'll use for, you know, some people fall back on a lot of um, physical health remedies, you know, going for a walk or, you know, just getting active, taking your dog for a walk, taking your dog out or, you know, going to the gym some people don't do any of that shit, right? And tend to gravitate more towards the arts. And they would rather, you know, decompress by watching a movie that they really like or listening to an album that really speaks to them and just kind of soothes their soul. You know, so that's what I mean when I'm talking about weapons here. Um, weapons in the mindset of like, Let's fucking bash up those symptoms, right? I don't need them around anymore. <laughs> Crash, burn. That's what's going on with um, with whatever it is we're struggling with. Our anxiety, our you know depressed mood, our lack of motivation, whatever it is that's bothering you right now. I want you to take the mindset if you've really been struggling that like you're not going to deal with this shit anymore, and take out your weapon of choice and blow it up. Okay, um, so your home base exercises, yeah, more homework, right? That's what you need. So after listening every Thursday is going to be to sharpen the saw, as we said back in uh, our Monday episode, episode 19. Take some time to think about how you would improve your usage of each weapon. Um, the weapon I talk about may not be something you do at all. In which case, it might just be like to think about, hey, maybe this would be good for me and uh, maybe I'll try it out. Uh, if it's a weapon you're already uh, familiar with using, then it will be to practice and hone your skill. All right. <laughs> I hope that you guys are OK with me going on this little, uh, you know, slightly more aggressive uh, pathway towards um, recovery. Uh, I'm just tired of the soft stuff. So. Uh, what weapon will you brandish when you need them? Pick the weapon that best fits what you're trying to demolish. <laughs> um, so if you're really stressed out and it's like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Um, physical activity might be, you know, one of those um, go to weapons. Right. I usually plan if I'm like going to be home working all day long. Um, I get a little stir crazy 
at some point. So usually like one, two o'clock hour, I will schedule or plan to take my dog out for a walk. That's a good 20, 30 minute, you know, brisk walk activity. I come back and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go at it for like another hour because the afternoon is sometimes my hardest time to, to be productive. So getting me up, getting my ass up and, you know, walking around uh, the neighborhood for 20 minutes is a good tactic. Um, I found, too, sometimes just the act of sitting just sucks for hours on end. So I know, like, the standing desk is, like, a big deal these days. And I kind of made my own standing desk out of a, um, <laughs> oh, not a wastebasket, a laundry basket. I just flip it upside down and put it on a table, and it just is perfect height for me. So when I get um, fatigued sometimes after sitting for a long time, I just switch to my standing desk, and I work that way for a while. Um, so, you know, this is thinking like the, the, the thing that you're struggling with is fatigue, you know, and I know that's a real problem for a lot of students, right? You, need, you know you need to put, say, an hour or two hours into an, uh, an assignment, and you get, you know, half an hour in, and you're like, oh, I'm so tired, right? Some people are going to reach for coffee or five-hour energy or Red Bull. Some people might be thinking of popping uh, Adderall, right? Um, so there is definitely the pharmaco pharmacological route, and there are their pluses and negatives for that shit, right? I'm certainly not going to sit here and advise everyone to um, self-medicate with Adderall or even, you know, if you have a prescription, uh, rely on it. Uh, there's lots of other things you can do. And part of, I think, our problem as a society and as a field, the mental health field, is we just tend to gravitate towards meds first or drugs first. And drugs will help. You know, I definitely like my caffeine. Um, but they shouldn't be the first thing we reach for. And so that's why I was like, you know, take a walk or just, like, change positions or change your location if something like fatigue or stress is really eating at you. If you're really depressed, um, maybe it's music. Uh, you know, you wake up one morning and it's just really, you know, dark and just, ugh, I don't want to get out of bed today. I don't know how I'm going to get through the day. And I got class and I got this shit and that shit. And it's like, put on one of those albums that just like really speaks to your heart. And it's, or really, you know, or a really upbeat song that's going to get your ass out of bed. Um, so, you know, pick the weapon that's going to like, all right, I can't deal with this anymore. And, you know, pick up the tool or the weapon and blast it. All right. Um, I listed a bunch just like randomly off the top of my head. Some things are things that I do. Some things are things that I like to do, uh, like meditation Meditation is sort of, as I've mentioned before, as I listen to, you know, great people, you know, great producers, highly productive individuals, entrepreneurs, um, extremely successful people, the people like Tim Ferriss interview on his podcast, um, they all almost have invariably two things in common. They all meditate, or almost all of them, and they all journal in some way. So I put those two on there. Um, the journaling, I feel like I'm very in tune with. I don't do it every day, um, but I do it when I need it. I, I was having some emotions, you know, some weird feelings. Uh, I think it was Monday. And I was just like, I was trying to work, but I kept returning to it. And I was like, I just need to write for a few, just a few minutes. And I just wrote about what I was thinking about. 
And it was just so easy after that to just like close that up and be like, okay, now I can actually work because I just like got it out of my head. Um, I find that people, when they talk about meditation, describe it similarly. Um, so I, I don't know. I've talked about it with my wife and we're like, we don't have a good place in our house to meditate. I know that's a God awful lame excuse. Um, we have a huge house, (laughs) but I don't know. It's just, just no, there's nothing peaceful. Like I, my backyard is the garden state parkway. (laughs) So I have that going for me. I don't know. So meditation though, if you're into it or if you want to learn it, like that's a great weapon. That's like a bazooka. (laughs) Um, journaling again, great weapon. Um, flamethrower, if you will. Uh, friends, you know, the good friends, the friends that you know are good influences for you, not the ones that are going to lead you down the bad path. Um, that might be in your wellness arsenal, you know, people to avoid. Um, they talk about that in, in rap sometimes too. Um, it might be the things that you need, but it's also the things that you need to avoid. So that's a good thing to think about when you're, you know, sort of planning your arsenal. Uh, then we have a comfortable space. As I said, like I get sometimes fatigued or just get my, my ass starts to hurt sitting in uncomfortable chairs. So just having a place that you know is really comfortable for you beyond your bed. <laughs> you know, bed's great and all, but um, it's hard to be productive in bed. Um, as I said, medication, you know, pharmacological uh things should sort of be in your arsenal, right? Every good arsenal needs a um, a good knife, you know, it's sort of like versatile um, and sort of small, you know, can fit on any, any one person, you know, sort of inconspicuous, um, but pretty, pretty effective. Um, the trick is know which knife matches you well, right? Don't carry 17 different knives uh, because you're probably not going to need all them. You know, carry one or two knives and make them knives that you've really carefully selected. You know, the meds or the the different, um, you know, pharmacological agents that are really going to um, provide the most bang for the buck, so to speak. Uh, I threw animals and hobbies on my list. Animals just being like the fact that my dog is such a, such a mood enhancer for me. You know, it's so hard to be depressed around my dog I mean it's just so hard uh, I wish I could bottle that shit um, hobbies you know hobbies just take you out of those doldrums you know I mentioned in episode one how much of a fantasy baseball nerd I am and when I get really like ah, I just need to be by myself and sit and zone out on the internet for a half an hour uh, I often sit and fiddle with my fantasy baseball teams. You know, if it's not the season, I'll, you know, be thinking about how I can improve them or I'll read articles, you know, that have been published on blogs recently. You know, so, so geeky, I know. Um, support people, you know, the professionals. Um, know when, know the good ones if you can. Um, if you have those relationships, that's such a leg up on the ones that don't. Uh, and know how and when to use them. So some people need the regular check-in every week with a therapist. Some people sort of need a therapist as needed, you know, for situations that might arise. Um, as I said, with, you know, my mental health, um, the internet is sort of a great um, distraction tool, but also a learning tool. Um, so I just sometimes, like, part of my routine when I come home is I just need to, like, unwind my mind. 
Um, it's less so these days because uh, I think the, the blur between work and my life is, is, is sort of blurry because I have such an awesome job and I sort of set my own hours and, and do what I need to do and people kind of leave me alone. Uh, so I don't have this this stress as much as when I used to work a more traditional nine to five day and I'd come home sort of like burnt out on the day and just needing a half an hour to just zone out on the internet and just sort of like, you know, bring myself back to, all right, I'm normal Derek again. Let's, let's have dinner or, you know, whatever. Um, natural sunlight, um, light therapies is, I think, really uh, underutilized personally. Uh, for people that have situation, uh, not situational, seasonal affective disorder, you know, the people that tend to be more depressed in the winter. I find myself in that mindset sometimes, even though I don't have a, a SAD diagnosis. I love the days that it's so bright out. Um, I have a porch uh, on my house, and I've been spending a lot of my time when I work from home working in there, especially all summer. Because it's just such a, uh, it's so bright and, you know, especially in the early part of the day, um, you don't need a light on and it's just um, a real uplifting type of place. So natural light, um, but also if you don't have a lot of access to natural light, um, you know, think, look into light therapy. I mean, I don't think it's, I can't imagine it's that expensive. I mean, you go into a room and sit in front of a giant light for, you know, some amount of time. It's not too labor intensive although i gotta admit i don't know a lot about it uh, and then the unlu uh, unlucky or lucky depending on your thoughts on the number 13 i just happened to end on 13 um warming and cooling sensations so this one might sound a little odd to you but if you think about wellness you know treating the whole person um, warmth and cooling um, can be really um, impactful on the body so like my example is when I go to uh, festivals um, or when I go camping and I'm on my feet like all day and it's summer, you know, it's warm. I usually be wearing like Crocs or in some cases like sandals. Um, my feet just get so like, you know, tired. And so what I would do, when I, what I've come to start doing and now my wife, I get my wife and my brother to do it, is I take my cooler and I empty all the ice water out of it into a little uh, like foot bucket. Um, and usually every day there's a good amount, you know, to get a couple inches of this ice, ice, near freezing cold water. And I dunk my feet in it. And sometimes I usually throw a little like peppermint bronner soap in there too, because, you know, can't hurt to wash your feet at the same time. It smells good. And I just, I'll put my feet in this freezing cold water as long as I can, I possibly can. First time is the, the time you can do it for the longest. And, you know, it's the same kind of concept as, you know, athletes after, you know, a football game putting a, you know, giant block of ice on their shoulder or jumping in that uh, ice water bath. Um, it reduces inflammation and it makes your feet feel freaking awesome afterwards. Like, I just am like, I feel like a million bucks. Um, I've been, I've read, listened to some podcasts recently about um, how beneficial ice cold showers can be. Ugh, uh, I'm sure they are, but you're not going to catch me doing that unless it's like the power is out and I don't have any other option. Um, I can't get behind that. Uh, and then similarly, warmth, you know, heating pads or just putting on your favorite sweatshirt or hoodie, um, that feeling. I'm, I'm a big fan of like, um, you know, base layer, you know, having some sort of like when it gets cool, um, 
you know, long underwear, so to speak. Um, but having that, you know, non-wicking or no wicking, wicking base layer that, you know, I just kind of like live in throughout the winter. Uh, it just keeps me feeling so much more like when I'm warm, you know, I just feel so much better. Um, so I just tried to give up on a list. So as I said, in the future Thursday episodes, I'm going to try and maybe t- talk a little bit more about one of these each week. And that'll be sort of the weapon of the week. Maybe I'll do that, the W-O-W. And we will um, discuss ways that we can sort of procure these weapons if we don't already have them or hone our skill with them. You know, how what's good practice, you know? Um, so I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope you like this idea of the wellness arsenal, because <laughs> I like it, and it won't be going away anytime soon. So to wrap up, um, let's just check in on our home exercise. So back on Monday, we talked about uh, Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and we focused on habit one, being proactive, and habit seven, sharpening the saw. And we discussed in this episode some other ways that we're going to be really focusing on sharpening our saw, or in our case, um, practicing with our weapons. Um, So we now will have a plan sort of to take saw sharpening lessons together for the next bunch of Thursdays. Um, So if all you have time for this week is one single thing related to this podcast to kind of get you closer to your goals, try to make it something proactive. Um, go outside of your comfort zone and try and take care of something that you know you need to do, but you've been procrastinating on because you just, uh, I don't, uh, you know how that is, right? Um, it won't be so bad. Trust me. I am sitting here on your shoulder, urging you to go forward with my wellness arsenal right in hand. All right, guys. Um, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, All my new listeners, uh, thank you guys for uh, jumping on and listening and subscribing. Hope you like the new layout of the blog, and I will see you guys on Monday. Peace.